gotta share the love Yeah, it does. You know, man. Even you know, just doing a couple hours, you know, somewhere. I mean, it's like fifty bucks. You Do know, you guys have a space that you play at permanently, or no? We rehearse at Diamond usually. Is that the oh one yeah. we went to? Yeah, that's the one where Faith rehearses. Yeah. Center. That's, that's where a, I got lost going to the bathroom because nice every place looks like a fucking yeah. labyrinth yeah, of the right, same yeah. thing. Yeah. What does and that go for? <laughs> if you don't mind me asking, at night. Small rooms are fifty for three hours, and okay. you can get it up to a hundred and. I don't know what A is. I think yeah, because they've because I mean A's price has gone up. Yeah, I, I think right? it's I think it's like I think it's three either a hundred or hundred and twenty for three hours, and that's like the big like major label like full on production sure. huge room. Yeah. And so like I mean, but we did we did the mid level room the other night for eighty for three hours. It's I don't know bad. what level it was, but when we went there to re- and we did the podcast with Faith, she had that room that with the the one, one. with one wall was like a full mirror, and I was like, are we doing aerobics? Yeah, or, yeah, like, yeah right. that's, that's gotta be A. a. Yeah. yeah, I think it's hundred twenty. Yeah, it is cool though. I mean, if you guys if you want to work on your stage performance mm-hmm. or yeah, you know. we used to rehearse in there more often. And then I was just like, this is this is just getting too expensive yeah. for me. Let's go yeah. to the small room. The for small room. It's distracting because yeah. I can't stop yeah. looking at myself when I'm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the little room too. If you wanted to rent for like just a month, it's like four fifty or five hundred bucks a month. I'm like, yeah. Dude, yeah, that's like another. It's like my rent. It's like yeah, my yeah. Apartment, man. I'm not doubling yeah. down on rent. Yeah, no, no, no way. way. Yeah, Miles, I mean, unless I can live in there. Yeah, <laughs> instead of a little cot in the corner. I know people who yeah. have done that. <laughs> You're not yeah. supposed to, but yeah. I know. Or what that. about the people that live in the storage units? That's a hard life. I yeah, played I mean. in a band in D.C. and like when I auditioned for it, like I thought we were just in the jam room, and then I started noticing clothes everywhere, and I was mm-hmm. like, like, hmm. "Hey, man, do you oh, like no, live here?" He's like, "Oh, I just got it like once in a while." Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. Then like a week later, I was like, "Dude, you fucking live in storage units. That's pretty tough, bro." Yeah. Man, make sure you get right up on that mic a little bit. No shower. Yeah, sure. We'll get you on in there. Oh, yeah, man. So, uh, yeah. Ready? Man, no shower, man. Yeah. Use microwave. They have a microwave in there or something. Dude, he had he had a microwave and a hot plate. Oh god, man. And he Damn. would like. It's like camping. Making everyone else's shit stink. But you know, he had like a. His... He was a pretty big Lothario, so he would just like he would only stay there like minimal amounts of time because he would just be sleeping with girls everywhere and just share. It's got to be the singer, right? I don't know, Jim. I'm not trying <laughs> to out anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is. Yeah. <clears throat> That's funny. Good stuff. How's your week, yeah. Chris? Uh, it's good, man. It's, I'm glad it's over. Yeah. I'm ready for some R&R, man. Ready for some Easter? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I'm still coming down from last weekend. Yeah? I went camping, and we shot a little video with the band and stuff. And All right. Cool. On. Where'd you guys go camping? Just partied. Out there by Real Foot. Yeah. Got super drunk. Where's Where's oh. that? I know, like, nothing it's like about the Northwest Tennessee is sort of like at the end of Kentucky, and you know, like, is that near like Land Between the Lakes? Sure, yeah, okay. right out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm trying to go camping in the next couple of weeks, so it's a nice little spot. It wasn't yeah. bad. Yeah, you said by what's it called, Real Foot? Real Foot Lake? What you said? Or Land Between the Lakes, something like that. Yeah, Piney Camping Ground. I don't cool. know. It was cool though. Cool, <laughs> man. Yeah, just getting drunk in the woods. Nothing wrong with that. Build. I love a fire, dude. I'm obsessed. Yeah. Just stare at it all night. Just Hell yeah. yeah. As long as the weather's not like this. Oh, it was like this when I was camping last week. Was oh, it really? That's bullshit. Not quite this hard, but yeah, it was just constant rain. So. Man, it's been raining every fucking like, day that I have off. Yeah. Nashville yeah. weather. Nashville. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> Ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, coalesce, cogitate, report <coughs> with us. I don't, know why. I don't know what this is. <laughs> this just happened today. I don't know what's going on here. It's this fucking weather back in Nashville. Nashville allergies, man. Everybody's That's got it, it, dude. 
except me because I'm from here. So it's true. Welcome to Sherry Buzz episode 175. I'm Tony. Yeah. Chris is here. We got what some up? guests in the house. Chris, I know you're a big uh, Game of Thrones fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you didn't. You didn't <laughs> tell me there was actually giants coming over tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Was it Torn Giants fan? Yeah. Winter's coming, man. Winter's coming. Yeah. Winter's here. Yeah, when you guys walked up, I was like, man, who are these Vikings coming up? <laughs> right? Yeah, man. Yeah. Big guys, man. Virginia. Yeah. I didn't think that Some my house. Water. It looked like when um, like when Luke Skywalker walks into Yoda's house in Empire. <laughs> sure. And like they had to like bend down and like a bunch of Yeah, yeah. I feel like I live Happens in a, a like one of those little houses. <laughs> Happens on planes a lot. Yeah, yeah planes. Yeah. But actually, really, really most any form of transportation as well, you know? Yeah. Not really made for guys like us. Mm-hmm. How tall are you guys? Six four. Yeah, <coughs> yeah. Both of you. I'm a little under. I'm like six three. He's six oh, four. Yeah. He loved it when we were growing up. When I yeah. finally uh, got taller than him. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a du- it was a dark day. Yeah. So you guys, I uh, imagine when you're on stage, uh, it's pretty. What's the one like? I, I'm not not powerful is the word, but you guys probably no that's prob- the word probably have a, that's <laughs> you, guys, word. you guys probably have a, a pretty uh, omnipotent stage presence when you're up there. Like yeah. A, yeah, we uh, what is happening? Oh shit! In God the damn it! It's the got, Russians. It's his fucking alarm all you the time. Know what it was? It was to remind me to get my ass over here. But that was when <laughs> it was at when it was going to be at seven. <laughs> yeah, we moved that No, yeah, man. I mean, stage presence. I mean, we're all about that. I mean, you know, I'm always. I'm, I'm singing. So I mean, every chance I get when I'm not singing a word, you know, I'm jumping, yeah, swinging yeah. guitars, jumping, and you know, going crazy. And Jack over here, you know, is. Flipping his sticks and I've doing twirls. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, you, look, you got to give people something to remember. You got to give people a show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not everybody can be the Eagles and just stand in a straight line yeah. and, and play. I mean, yeah. it's it's so a lot funny. of people do. I mean, look, my favorite band Which of all time. My favorite fine. band of all time is Oasis, and you know, Li- Liam Gallagher just stands, just mm-hmm. stood there, mm-hmm. you know, knee bent in front of a microphone, and it's spellbinding. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I, no one gets why, why why is that like every other band it's boring as hell to like why I mean granted you know I was never like losing my shit at an Oasis show but I mean more mostly just because I was why, they were there but like in terms of yeah. like what they're doing well, like Liam you know, couldn't be bothered to move though he's like no I'm just yeah. doing he's me. like I'm Liam Gallagher I'm, I don't I have just, to move it, <laughs> is, <laughs> it is funny like how um like how still at music like how music was perceived live music perceived like before. Like in the first half of the nineteen, like the century, like when, in like before, like pre nineteen fifties, everybody, everybody was so still on stage that it only took Elvis moving his leg a little bit, and they were like, "The devil!" I know, yeah, <laughs> right. It's, it's, or it's, little Richard. Yeah, yeah. Little Richard. it yeah. seems so quaint now, you know, yeah. thinking about that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, give, giving stage presence and you know live performance and you know movement and everything and just you know giving people something to connect to. I mean, that's that's kind of what we're all about. It is kind of funny now that I'm thinking about it. like I want to hold your hand was like this insanely provocative gay. song yeah. and I'm like oh my god if any of the if I played like a rap song from now like back then oh, people dude. would probably spontaneously combust oh <laughs> yeah throw on some Cardi B see what happens <laughs> yeah. right they never even tapped into those like parts of their brain at that point <laughs> no they didn't so. know that was it it is amazing how, like what the norm becomes now before we go any further we should say uh, that we have Jack and Jim on the mic from the Ivan that's right yes. that's right. Welcome to the show, guys. Oh, thank you very guys. much. Thank you. Yeah, 
thank you so much for having us. We really appreciate it. How'd you guys settle on that name to Ivans? Is that your last name? Ivan? That is our last. That name. is our last I name. No, that was an easy. That was an easy <laughs> one. Brothers, brothers right yeah. there, yeah. like the bro- mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Ivans. you look, you agonize for months over what you're going to name your band because everything is taken, and then you realize the answer's been right on yeah. your driver's license the whole I feel, time. I feel like yeah. it's a given. Though. Like if you're if you're brothers and you both play music and you both look like Vikings and you you're like, well, I mean, and you have a last name that looks good on a marquee, you're like, well, I mean, we have to be in a band now. We have to start a band. Well, and, you know, I, I appreciate that you think it looks good on a marquee. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the other thing was. You know, we had a manager who uh, back in the day who encouraged us to uh, make our band. He, he, we had another name. He hated it. It, it was a terrible name. Uh, we, we were called Tomorrows, Ooh. and uh, which t- which took us months to come up with because everything's yeah. taken. It's and uh, manager told us, you know, you got to put your last name in the band. And we were skeptical at first because a lot of people who don't know how to pronounce our name, they don't know how to spell it. But also, but the the, the positive part about it was like, well, look, Ivan's could be a bird it could be a battalion i mean it could be it could be anything like i want to know who the fucking people are who can't pronounce it or can't say the, uh, literally uh, everyone what everyone else? except um, you are they, yeah. the, are they the ivans what is this what is, what is Ivans is the, the big Iv- one Ivans is the big one Ivans. everyone likes to add an r Irvins. Uh, irvings evans ibbins i mean ibbins. we have yeah, got ibbins. <laughs> we have gotten every conceivable pronunciation and spelling of this name you have no idea that's funny. We <laughs> lose the S, just Ivan. Yeah, yeah. That, that too. Yeah. Well, yeah. at least it, it's, the Ivan. It's yeah. A, the the kind Ivan. of name where it, you know, it sounds good and flows good. I mean, imagine the Hugh Sacks. Yeah. No, that or has the, a nice ring. Yeah. Or the the Manfrotanos. Yeah. They, my my brother Oshak actually. Hennessies. My yeah. brother wrote a book and he had to like he had to get a pretty much a pen name because you can't like the, our last name won't fit on the cover of the book. It's. Just, it's <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that would that would work. Just lose the drop the the just Manfrotano. Yeah, it's yep. actually not bad. <laughs> Bam! There you hey, go. There you go. <laughs> you guys got a right song. Sound like, sound like Sean Parker in the social yeah. network. Drop yeah. the the. Drop the, the. It's, it's cleaner. cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> so I was listening to your guys' stuff. Um, well, first, let's let's uh, talk a little bit about you guys yes. and, and the band. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. You guys from here, from Nashville? We are from Richmond, Virginia, originally. Um, yeah. We uh, we moved here in uh, late 2016, early 2017. Um, our guitar player's name is Hatton Taylor, and uh, he actually went to high school with us. Or oh, I guess nice. not more than that. Uh, K through twelve. K through twelve. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've with met you guys at the same time. Yes. Uh, cool. So Haddon is my roommate, gotcha. uh, and so uh, we moved together. Uh, I was living in Virginia. I'd lived in New York previously, and uh, I honestly just never knew anything about Nashville. And Jack here had been—he had actually been saying we should move to Nashville for a long time. Mm-hmm. But I—I I, I wasn't like anti because like oh Nashville like I just knew nothing about this place mm-hmm. uh i didn't know what to expect and hatton was getting out of grad school he's a uh you know he's like this shredder metal guitar player who worships dimebag daryl but he is a master's in classical guitar performance nice. and he had just finished his uh, master's degree and he was uh you know he called jack and he was like let's move to nashville man and you know jack had some irons in the fire in dc and he was jack was like well, why don't you call jim because you know he he hadn't been able to convince me so he was like well mm-hmm. maybe maybe hatton could convince jim to do it and so I had a job offer to move back to New York, and Haddon called me. We talked for an hour, and I was like, fuck it, man. Let's go. And uh, so we moved here. And uh, a couple months after we moved here, we found our bass player, Mr. Reagan Akers, uh, who is an incredible, incredible bass player. And uh, uh, it feels great. I mean, the lineup is so natural. Mike. You were just dogging this guy. You were like, man, we're looking for a new bass player right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jack, yeah, when you were trying to convince him, what was uh, what, 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 what turned you want to Nashville? Why did you want to come in the first place? Well, so... 
Um, so I was living in D.C. at the time, and I was pinballing it at one point. Jim was in New York, so we had a band out of New York City, and then I was also playing in bands in Baltimore, D.C., and Richmond. So I was just pinballing it across mm-hmm. the Mid-Atlantic. Yeah, and, I always forget um, that they're so close, just like run, train rides away. And shit. Yeah, yeah, well, the train's too expensive. You got to get on the mega bus or oh. the tripper bus or the or the Chinatown uh, bus the, is the one that I yeah, I, I, don't, I don't mess with that one. That one. Was My girlfriend just went hardcore. to <laughs> visit yeah. some family up in like uh, Northern Illinois a couple of months ago, and she didn't. She told me she was taking the bus up there, and and uh, didn't tell me it was the mega bus. And then like then until the night she left. And I was like, what the fuck? You're, what are you doing? You're meeting on a corner? Like, what What the fuck is... I mean, yeah, what's man. funny about the Megabus is that it's like, it's not that bad of a situation. It's just they have like 30 stops. Mm-hmm, and man. so it's like, oh, you only got to pay like $3 to go, but you got to stop like in every town on the way. Not, not, yeah. Maybe maybe your Chinatown bus. Whatever one I was on a lot, we had like six stops between D.C. and... Well, that's, not, that, that's not as bad. I mean, I just, I just remember, yeah. you know, I would take the Chinatown bus because time-wise it would take the shortest, but like uh-huh. I'd like... I look at the mega bus, and you know, from Richmond to New York was six hours. Uh, on the mega bus, it was like eleven. Sometimes would be like the time that it would give me. I'm like, ah, eh, I'll stick it out of the Chinatown bus, even yeah, even yeah. mega bus is a little cushier. But anyways, yeah. buses aside, buses um, aside yeah. yeah. So I was I was living in D.C. and I, and there's a band I still play with there called Burn the Ballroom, um, and we were gigging. We were playing down at at South by in like twenty thirteen. No. Yes, it was. Uh, it wasn't because I wasn't in that band then. Yes, it was. Shit. Because maybe it was. Uh, yeah, it was because <laughs> that's the only year that you and I played South by Southwest, and we were both bands oh, were there, and god, I was living in New York. That was long ago. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, someone's got to so be. Wait, the, so someone's got to be the steward here. So you guys both played South by Southwest in separate bands. Mm-hmm. Well, no, because I was doing double duty. Okay. Well, I was so, saying like okay. he was playing okay. with our band, okay. and then he played with Burn the Ballroom. Yeah. As well. So it was one of those. It was like, I think I had like. It was like eight shows in three days or something like that. So I was just running all over Austin. But um, I see fun, that it was I a fun see, weekend. It was I, fun. I, I love that, man. I see that with a lot of local cats around here too, like little double dipping in a couple of bands. And I dig it. I don't like. Um, I do it. I, I guess at some yeah. point when you get to a certain level, you got to commit. I guess maybe, but I don't know how that works. But I like this new. I, I guess it always happens on a local level. But I like mm-hmm. the fact that even bigger bands now are kind of like just becoming like super groups a little bit. Because yeah. I, I was joking with my. Uh, a friend of mine from uh, the Daylight Sinners, uh, Scotty, plays bass for them. And then he also plays – I we went to a show last weekend, and he was playing bass for Daylight and then also playing guitar for the AOKs. And I'm like – Scott uh, Eden? I, yeah. know, I know Scott and they, yeah. and they, He played Grunge Giant. And they, uh, yeah. they, but they played back-to-back. So I'm like – he ran backstage, did like put a, like a different shirt and hat on and came back out. I was like, <laughs> I was like damn, dude, you, are you in every band tonight? Just Oh, yeah. Yeah. Steve, Steve's a good guy. He's a madman. He's good. Good yeah. people. He's yes. good people. Yes. He played. Uh, he played drums for Placebo for like eight years or something like that. Yeah, it was toured all over the world. Crazy. I remember yeah. Placebo. Yeah, man. Yeah. And he still interviewed around. me in a, in Quarter Music, <laughs> but uh, Madison. But anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So like, uh, we we sorry guys, here. we tangent a lot. No, nah, hey man, we do it's too. The podcast format, do, man. man. So we we we'd stopped in Nashville. We played a couple times. We played at like Twelfth and Porter, and I don't remember where else we played, but but I remember thinking it was a really cool city. And it, the the big thing for me was that it was music centric, because like, I was playing in these bands that were awesome bands, but like, just not enough people gave a shit about music in those towns. Mm-hmm. So I was good. like, dude, I mean, in theory, people break from all over the place, but I would just rather go to a city that's focused on music, sure. and that's 
there's pretty much one. I mean, yeah. I imagine, you know, if you're in a town like that, pretty much all your gigs are probably out-of-town gigs, right? Cause no, I mean, it, I mean, w- one thing that was pretty cool for for me, um, I mean, we, you know, we did when we were out in New York, we played for, with some big national acts where a venue would call us and see if we wanted to get on the show. Or, but in in Baltimore, particularly, I was in a metal band in Baltimore, and like the big venues in town that were like the you know thousand fifteen hundred rooms if they needed a local opener they'd just call us and we'd, mm-hmm. they'd call us like semi-frequently he got to do uh, some pretty cool shit like i'm not gonna lie like i'd go mm-hmm. i'd go up and see him and be like man fuck you dude like you get to play ram's head live you know open it for 6 a.m and you know uh, uh what was the first one you did at uh, ram's head the darkness no no ram's head that, that uh, was at uh, soundstage kicks or i don't, I don't know, know. The, well, charm city the Devil, kid the, yeah or? charm city devils uh, with, with, there was the kid band on there too. I don't. You remember that better than me. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, but so. way, yeah, it was a really cool venue. Well, it is cool yeah. that yeah. It would, like before um, I moved here about eight years ago, and before the new rock and hip hop scene kind of popped off in Nashville, like some of the country guys were that were <clears throat> even the even the <clears throat> even the good ones that were still doing like classic old school stuff or like that were coming up doing good stuff, just had to start getting gigs out of town because nobody in Nashville paid. You know they want they expect you to play for free to get your name out there because that's the way it used. That's everywhere. That's it. But <laughs> I got news for anybody that that's but everywhere. There was a point in time where it made sense in Nashville because there was producers or record guys out all over the place. Right. Now not so much anymore. Now you're going out and playing for free. It's just your buddies that show up. Yeah, it it is. You know, there's always trying to make sense yeah. of that. And, but now um, I think you know with, with like guys like you guys, even Malibu Blackout, like all our friends that are in bands now, they go out. And you start, you know, you rent the venue, whatever. You got to come up out of your pocket for a little bit of money, but you set the show up that you get. You know, they're giving people cuts of the door now. You're getting some. You're getting. You're getting some incentive to want to play in town. And, oh yeah. And yeah. I mean, there's there's rooms in town where we'll throw shows. Like we were talking about before. I think we started recording. Uh, my brother and I put on this thing called Grunge Night, and uh, that's at Basement East, and we've done a couple of them, and that's, you know, it's done the, well. The great Mike Grimes. Nice. Um, you know, we told him we had this idea for a show, and yeah, that's that's how exactly how that works. Is, um, yeah, I noticed, uh, especially us trying to book shows. I mean, you really got to create your own events. You know, it's mm-hmm. in my opinion. So you like one band ends up booking out all, the entire show. You know, it's like I love it. Well, it's, it's you know, tough, it's, like, it's what's like back when you're in school. You know, you mm-hmm. get to sign a group project. Inevitably, there's always one person in the group who ends up doing all the work. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's kind of what you have to do here. You know, you get it's a like bunch starting of a podcast with your best friend. There you go. <laughs> there, there one guy's is, one guy's got all the stuff. That guy just shows up with beer. Yeah, that's, I, 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 that's a very valuable uh, part of the process. You know, got to do that. Thanks, <laughs> <Next> Tony. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so we play in town a good bit. This last year, we were working on a a record for. I mean, we just we just wrapped recording last week, um, awesome. so we weren't really playing out very much. But now we're we're pounding the pavement pretty good. We're pounding the pavement pretty good. We got a show coming up uh, next week with True Villains, which is a local nice. band that's, that's cool. pretty awesome. Oh yeah, rock Wednesday, April twenty fourth at the ba- I don't know when I don't know when this, this is going. This will come, this will come out Monday, so you'll have time. Okay, yeah, yeah Wednesday, Wednesday, April twenty fourth, back, back corner. corner, free show. Very nice. important. Free nice. show. It's just yeah. us and True Villains. We're each playing an hour. And it's just like badass fucking rock and roll music, man. Like it with huge man. hooks and like something everyone's gonna everyone's gonna love it, man. There's such a cool and I, I mean I feel like we've been talking about this for a month now because I'm still 
I'm so stuck on it. Like I've been going to like so many local rock shows and meeting like so many new bands that I never knew anything about because I just I just never knew that this scene was popping off the way it is here now. And it's ju- it's it's really exciting. I just wrote an article about it uh, a couple of weeks ago, and um, this 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 something is Nashville was ripe for a new scene, mm-hmm. and everything just kind of comes to get came together, and like and this whole idea of like real rock and roll coming back. You can you can feel it, and that's something that like I've never you know we've lived in Virginia, we've lived in New York, and I've never really felt anything like that before. And and now having done shows like Rare Hair and Metal Fest, and you know doing Grunge Night, and just meeting as many people as possible, and you know you start to and then you start to play you know the shows outside of the tributes the the tribute stuff, and you you got bands like us, and you, you got bands like True Villains and Taco Mouth and Dead Deads, and you know the list goes on and on, yeah. and like you start looking around and you're like oh shit like something is happening right now yeah. and it, it's like very exciting because it's also it, it's kind of like a microcosm for what's happening on the national stage you know when you got bands like Greta Van Fleet and the Struts and Ghost you know mm-hmm. really really doing huge things right now and they're rock, they're new rock bands and which i mean that just hasn't happened in you know 10 years yeah i feel like rock has suffered to some degree recently but yeah it, it's happening it's and and i th- and i think I think Nashville being Music City and there being such a palpable community here, I think you know something is really bubbling up, and you know we're just excited to be a part of it, and I, I can't wait there to see ha- where it goes. There hasn't been, um, you know, it, it, we're still Music City at the core, even though you know uh, uh, all the you know all the new people moved in and like people come here. I feel like it was like a little mini Brooklyn for the last couple of years, where people were coming here just because it was a cool place to come and they wanted oh, yeah. to kind of see what was going on. But when you got a bunch of when most of the people moving here are just are just like um, uh, uh, like audience members, but not creating anything. There's yeah. like it makes this this surplus of people not doing anything. They just come here because they think it's cool. It makes it not cool anymore because nothing yeah. going on. So it, it, people, I think, were wanting the fans. I think in this town, were like, okay, I'm in Music City. What's what's the scene? What's going on? That's and, also that's true, and it's also contrasted by like the assholes who. <laughs> Like moved in on like Division Street and then immediately put in noise complaints and had no oh God. Or- noise ordinances like yeah. put in in Midtown. The people trying to get people trying to get a send to get shut a down. send shut down because they're upset that the fucking million dollar condo they just bought next to a giant music venue is loud. Like <laughs> yeah. right. like get the fuck out of here! Don't come here. Yeah. I don't yeah. understand how like all these people are coming here and they're like to oh, Music City. We don't we don't want to hear Plus music that, in that Music, music City. Venue in my opinion makes their property more valuable. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. people would love to live. Yeah, Dude, uh, can right you imagine there. being able to go on your balcony and see every Ascent show from the? I love that. that. Are you sick. kidding me? What? <laughs> that would be amazing. I just break out a six pack of beer, sit on my patio, and Hell like, yeah. just watch some jams. Yeah, there's a. There, <laughs> that happened to a buddy of mine that lived down on uh, on Division Street. There used to be oh, this. Silver bullet, dude. Oh, <laughs> yeah, another banquet, man. Light it up. <laughs> yeah, might as well bring three out. Yeah. So, but yeah, they um, they they used to be this cool little like two story like little bungalow type thing right on the corner of like b- right behind losers okay yeah. and uh buddy the buddy he was a uh he was like a, a an engineer buddy of mine and he yeah. was living there and he lived there forever and then finally he just i don't know he ended up moving on or whatever and it was a, it was a prime spot but the only problem was that, you know you had to be a late night cat to live there because everything you know you hear the bars all oh, the yeah. time so it's i don't know what happened somebody like some investor like moved in refurbished it and everything got made it all fancy and then ended up having to I think they tore it down or something. No, it's just because they couldn't get anybody to live there because they people were complaining about not wanting to live by a bar area. Uh, I feel like I don't know. Like, I, I like that kind of stuff. So I do too. I mean, you, you feel like you're a part of something. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. will say though, if if you're if that's not your thing. 
Because I don't know that I... Um, my girlfriend sometimes wants to move in those apartments above uh, on 12 South, above like Bar Taco and stuff. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know if I want to live above a fucking bar. You're savage. Like... For those uh, listening, I'm, there's shots being poured right now. There's a lot of booze flowing on this one. Chris, you can rock and roll. I love spare it. Spare me this one too. I have to maintain. I got. I had a literal. I had one of those come to Jesus moments with my girlfriend, where she's like, "Look, I, you need to slow down, or I'm leaving." So. Ouch! <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Not right now. <clears throat> Here we go. No, I'm actually. I've got. I'm, all I've got to do is just go play music later, rehearse. So. Oh, you got to rehearse? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Walking apart, that, baby. Right. Wait, what instrument are you? Drummer. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's no, we can we can show up drunk. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I actually never play drunk. Just no. no, I don't. I would never do a gig <laughs> drunk. But I'd it's true. It's true. I like to get a little buzz when I practice. There was a time when like I was the only one in our band who was over 21. <laughs> so like we would go out on the road and like I'd be, you know, get 10 drink tickets, and then I was just a jackass. I was like 22 and just slam all drinks before our set. Really yeah, because I remember. Uh, I remember we played our, our first road show ever was in Philly, and they they did pitchers, and so like they gave this has, this guy like four pitchers of beer because nobody else in the band was twenty one, and so Jack dude, just why <laughs> does beer and pitchers go down so much smoother and quicker? It seems like it's, it is. It's it's well because it's a man cup. I remember when Paradise Park was open. Uh, oh, R.I.P. R.I.P. Man. man. Oh my god. Used to go there for like five bucks and get the the, get the little pictures of like PBR or something and just walk out the whole picture. Big I actually pictures. Almost. Uh, well, they're wore, wore they're big Park for me. They're little today. for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> man, that uh, that place smelled like shit, but it was a blast. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah that's my Jack, bar. Jack wore like the Paradise there. Paradise Park shirt in our new video. Oh, we have a new uh, video nice, out. Nice. I, I wrapped the Paradise Park shirt and oh yeah, and actually. It's pretty prominently displayed as well. Yeah. <laughs> they made it to like oh, a What song is this? Because I watched all your videos. It's Which called one? Certain. It's called Certain. We just released it a couple weeks ago. Brand new single came out a couple weeks ago. Man, I, I like that one song, Falls. It's a video you have. What, fall Flat? Maybe, I don't know. I was like, that's an old, old song. Uh, I, just, I just watched all your videos. There's a, I mean, we have a song called Free Fall. We don't have a Free video fall, for it. Okay. But, um, yeah, no, well, no, something, I don't know. I there might have just been, there might be just like a still... Image. Yeah, I think it's one of those things. Yeah, you go I on listened YouTube, to you know. the the new single, and then I went back and listened to some of the old stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, I, I I know you it's you don't want to ever compare a band to anybody else because nowadays everybody is everything, and you just do what you feel like doing. Mm-hmm. But you guys definitely, I, I hear some of that like early two thousands kind of rock in there. Like mm-hmm. I, I I graduated high school in ninety eight, and I lived down in Orlando, Florida. So I went to all those outdoor festivals where all those like nineties stadium bands played, mm-hmm. all those radio rock. You know, and some people look down on that. I'd be but fine I fucking, being a stadium band. You kidding me? <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Give me the keys, baby. Let's do it. You know, like yeah. I'm talking like Godsmack and uh, Buck Cherry and all those guys. I, and, I, I was and so sad I had to miss Godsmack here just last week. I was, I was excited to see them. They were here on. They were, just they were two Brid- days ago. Bridgestone. Uh, what's that? It was two days ago. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. three. Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this week, I, I don't know what day it is. Anymore, but then I listened yeah. to a song like uh, like Heartbreaker, and you got mm-hmm. some. You guys got some good. Like this is very melodic. Thank you very so much. So I like yeah. that. I like the juxtaposition between yeah, you know you guys can go style. you guys can go hard, but then you got some of that. I like the way you, I like when like a band and hate me if you want. I don't care. But Nickelback Never. Nickelback <laughs> did this before anybody else was doing it. They were actually putting good melodies on top of rock songs. I'll defend Nickelback till the day I die. No every, shame. Everybody Sorry, gave him shit. <laughs> hey man, everybody <laughs> gave kidding. Chad Kroger <laughs> shit, but he was ahead of his time because he could have listened to any like. I mean, if you listen to stuff that's coming out now, it's. It's that kind of stuff. It just yeah. He, was, I mean, he well, wasn't hard enough for people back then. It's I mean that's nothing new. I mean uh, you know if you look at a lot of the hard rock in the '80s, 
you know, there was like heavy guitar stuff Skull and there was there. pop songs on top of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's actually like our biggest, our biggest collective musical influence growing up. Our cousin is a guitar player for a band called Firehouse. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Band. And, um, don't treat me bad. Love of a lifetime. Yeah. You remember? Don't treat oh, yeah. me bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. You know. So that's, you that's know. his band and oh, they still play. Song, I just man. saw them play in Atlanta a couple weeks ago and they still, nice. they still pull me rock. Don't treat me bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good song, man. Up, so man. that it's kind of, jam. and that, you know, a lot of that genre, a lot of people, you know, knew that genre for their ballads but mm-hmm. if you listen to a lot of those bands rest of their catalogs they were like hard rock bands they just you know have you, you know one thing i noticed they had melodies that. to boot they had you know? melodies to boot that band does four part harmonies live every single night on all, every single song and you don't see bands do that ever no, not really. anymore i know some bands in town that can't do two part harmonies no, <laughs> like no, most no. <laughs> i think he's usually nailed two but that's we, we pride it. ourselves we pride ourselves on on Making sure that harmony, <laughs> that vocal harmonies are a very, very big part of our set, and, and, and to the point where you know normally it's just me and Ray doing it, but now uh, start starting now, all four of us are singing, and mm-hmm. so we're really yeah. gonna try and beef up that part because we really ju- we it's, it's important because it's also like you said, like you don't see a lot of people doing that, but back in the day you saw that a lot, yeah, and really getting back to the musicality of everything and. It, something that people can grasp onto vocally i think that's very important and so you know we're really trying to accentuate that so jack like how are you doing on the vocals playing drums this is your so i hate singing well <laughs> so i'll sing on the records yeah do get my, my bgv's on uh-huh. but uh i'm i'm a pretty animated drummer that's yeah i noticed in your videos like yeah <laughs> so uh not like chris we're it's working like a, on it chris is like a that dead lay, they just lay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I gotta say, you know what? Everybody's different. Look, no, man. I'm just fucking. Thirty eight years old. There's, there's no right or wrong. I'm just, I'm just fucking. <laughs> he sweats his ass over there. Yeah. So for me though, uh, kind of toying with the idea of a headset mic, which I'm pretty anti headset. Yeah, mic. Right. Hey, you know, but the problem, guy, rock and roll, our but guy, you know, he it, does it. So up, up there looking like a televangelist. Well, from Firehouse. So his, it's funny that. Go back to Firehouse. Shout These out guys, Michael Foster. Shout out the great Michael Foster, um, my hero. Um, everyone, all four guys actually sing lead on songs mm-hmm. on different records. So they're all phenomenal singers. But that guy, uh, he's like, you know, mid to late 50s. And he still has like just a fucking lion's mane. <laughs> like, I hate this guy. Yeah. I'm so jealous of And uh, And so his headset, Mike, you can't even see it because it's just like engulfed. In his hair. In his hair. Yeah. So he gets away with it. But well, you know, it's funny because the reason why I asked is because uh, I, I sing lead on some of our songs. Nice, man. Uh, playing drums, and it's hard, man. I have to, it, like, it limits me sometimes on what I can do in, yeah. like, musically. Well, we actually. If I'm singing lead. Yeah, we were, we were talking about this the other night. We are trying to put, like, um, I'll do a lot of falsettoing and stuff mm-hmm. to put that really high harmony up. And, um, oh, I want to hear the isolated vocal of just you drumming and hitting falsetto. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but, uh, uh, if you, by the way, have you ever heard the isolated vocal track of Running With The Devil? No. Oh, holy YouTube shit. You need YouTube to, like, it never yeah, went back. Yeah. It's one of the, be- it's one of the best some things, some things you'll ever hear. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've heard some of his... Wow. Because you realize just how many ad-libs he has throughout that song. Yeah, it's holding in the lyrics. It's just It's amazing. I'm going to tell you one more time. I'm going to get you to do it. Yeah. Like, not, exa- not exaggerating. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, then, mm-hmm. and then you hear it blended in. It sounds great. But um, 
Yeah, we were talking about this the other day where we were rehearsing. And there's this high harmony part, and uh, it's in the middle of like a big fill. And I was like, dude, I, I can't do it's this. It's like there's like my brain doesn't want to do both of these at the same time. I got to tell you, you got to cut your man some slack if you've ever given him shit for it. It is hard. Sometimes. Oh, no, I, I know it's hard. I mean, like, fills, I mean, man, I, mean I want like, you to know, like, we, we literally just started rehearsing this this yeah. week. Like add, adding Hatton and Jack into the vocal fold. Yeah, um, I'm also like I also really don't like just having that boom arm coming in. Oh, so yeah, I'm thinking yeah, about doing the uh, uh, what's it called? The one that goes over your head. Over your head. The yeah. one that Portnoy oh, yeah, swing yeah, it out yeah. and swing it back in. Yeah, and yeah, swing it out. yeah. That I think is probably going to be the way. I, I just can't have one in front of my eyes because I want to. I fuck the shit out of everybody in the crowd. As you, hey, do. Man. As you do. As you do. You have to. That's the move. Yeah, I keep one from the side, and it's yeah, it, it definitely annoys me sometimes when I know I'm not singing, or if I'm just singing a backup, and I don't really need to get up in there. I'll sort of push it out of the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it definitely. is kind of weird having this dick-shaped thing in your face all yeah. the time while you're trying to play the drums. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Seinfeld. Not that there's yeah. anything wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take oh, a pause, man. Good calls. Yeah. So we're gonna take a quick break, and uh, we'll be back in a little bit. I'm gonna hear about what you guys got coming up. Absolutely. Oh yeah, man. So, cool. Wait. <laughs> so you smoked vodka. Welcome back. <laughs> Senores y caballeros. Things are getting lit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, Chris, just, no need to bury the lead. What the fuck is smoking vodka, dude? So, this is a good tangent. So I was, uh, my band in D.C., we actually um, do some international stuff. Um, and I was over, uh, I was in Egypt. Uh, we were playing... We were playing in Cairo, and we're playing in this venue <clears throat> called the Gyro, Cairo Jazz Club, and um, it's awesome. It's a cool little room. And what kind of band is this, by the way? This is a uh, this is a rock band called Burn the Ballroom. Um, okay, so you had some success with that band then. So it, we ended up, yeah. It's um, we we've been fortunate to get. What some are you trying to say? You trying to say his current band's not successful? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. I mean, if you, you know, if someone's paying you to go to Egypt and, and someone did play, pay us to go to Egypt and play, yeah, and yeah. your taxes. I've never yeah. done that. <laughs> it was uh, all USO yeah, stuff. It, uh, similar. It was similar. It was, it was a cultural outreach grant, and um, he's playing for Trump. <laughs> this was years before. <laughs> Trump's a big fan. Yeah. Back in the good old days. You didn't yeah. know Trump was a big fan of the, uh, the, the Evans. I didn't. I mean, he'd be the fucker to say the image. I think that's what you're getting at. Uh, Yeah, but anyways, we're we're in this venue, um, and it's pretty. Everything's pretty chill. And then these these guys who are uh, some of the other uh, musicians from that country. One of the things you do at part of this program is you um, collaborate with a lot of musicians in whatever country you go to. A lot of cultural outreach. And so these guys wanted to like get after it and they come over, they bring me over this like orb <laughs> and there's a flame <laughs> under it. And I'm like, what is the hell is this, man? They're like, oh, dude, you, uh, the vapor you <laughs> inhale it. And I'm like, inhale what? And they're like, vodka. I'm like, I don't, I think maybe our translation is off here. Uh, what are you trying to tell me right now? What's funny is I'm his brother. <laughs> I've never heard this story. Wait, before. really? Never. Oh, well, never I, heard this. Heard this is, this is fascinating. Butter, I love this. Yeah. So there's this like glass orb that they bring over and they heat up, <laughs> put a flame under fuck? it, what? and like, and there's like this little top, and they take it off, and they're like, all right, once this thing fills up with smoke, 
like inhale the vapor. And I'm like, uh, okay. And Sounds I was like, like a gravity bong. It, I was just thinking that. And, <laughs> and so I inhale it, and I'm like, holy shit! What? What? What was that? Did you guys just give me anthrax or something? Like, because it is hitting me like a sledgehammer. And I so wasn't was it like an instant, like five shots. It was, it was like, I would imagine like if I injected like alcohol into my bloodstream, uh, like I, we, I don't remember going up to start the set and I was like fairly sober before I hit that thing. I think I might've done it twice, but like, <laughs> I, I, I like blacked, I blacked in like halfway through our set. Like <laughs> what the fuck is going on right now? Like that and like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, you're like, like you're <laughs> <laughs> what's happening and i was in the middle of a song but a lot of times if i'm like pretty inebriated i'm 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 either in like super go like pedal to the floor insane mode or i'm incredibly chill and you don't know it and like the, a lot of my friends will be like eh, you took it easy last time i was like i don't remember anything i was out of my mind like what like you were and like that was how they, the no same. one that no one knew that, that i was Completely out of my gourd, and I, mean, I didn't. You took I, it easy set wise, or just chilling wise, like on the like musically. You, we're like, no, no, no. in this particular instance, did you take it easy or did you go fucking ham? Yeah, did you? Oh, apparently I was like, I mean, I saw videos of it. I was like fucking windmilling and shit. Like I was like, I was playing hard <laughs> as hell. I'm throwing sticks and stuff, and I'm still catching them, even though I'm blacked out. Nice. And but I don't, I don't remember the first half of the set. And like I came to, and one of the Egyptian guys, who's actually a good friend of mine, who came here to visit me last Shady. year. Yeah, my man Shadi Ahmed, big, very big in Egypt. Got <laughs> <laughs> shout out his Egyptian fans. Yeah, yeah shout yeah. out to his Egyptian fans. Yeah, He's actually yeah. a fucking balling musician. But yeah, he was nice. like on stage singing with us, and I didn't even know he'd come up. And I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is some. It's cool to like go to um, places that. Uh, I, I mean, there's a there's a there's like people cast aspersions on like oh just like going out and getting fucked up or whatever. But I've always been a fan. Of um, doing things to like I don't know doing things to kind of open the mind. Now don't get me wrong, I like to get drunk on some like Coors Light with like the rest of us. But there's yeah. b- I, I do like the idea of like doing things to kind of that are a little bit different than you would naturally do to like to kind of give yourself a little bit of a buzz. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, user beware! If you smoke <laughs> vodka, you would ah, get fucking. Like I feel like I would try like a local I would a fucking local once. I, would try. I mean, I feel like it's oh, yeah. something I would do once. I'm, I'm not gonna be responsible for someone dying while smoking. Right? <laughs> I mean, you no know, one's heard just, of this. I never even heard of that. So it's just yeah. I didn't realize that. Speaking you could of do uh, that. vodka, here so, we go, yeah. boys. So here some, some lovely raker right here. Here's to the audience. Here's to share your buzz and yeah. Hope you guys get famous so you can help us get famous. Hey man, we don't forget where we came from. Here's to uh, also shout out to Ray Kavaka, Trevor, a boy that's uh, <laughs> repping them. So thanks for turning us on to this. We got to get him back in town because uh, he was telling me that smooth I, as eggs, baby. Yeah, we got the big boy bottle tonight. I'm a big fan of tiki drinks. And, uh, oh, uh, my man, my man. Yeah, I knew I liked yeah. you. So, uh, you know, I like to sper- experiment with them though. I don't experiment. I don't know what I was. I I got I got experiment experiment. <clears throat> but uh, so my boy, my, our boy Trevor, Trevor, that does the, uh, he's the brand ambassador for uh, for Rika. For Rika, is he is he Icelandic? And, my boy uh, Trevor, he is not. He's a he's a um, dope ass bartender though. They known as the Cocktail Ninja. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Where's where's where? Yeah, that's uh, how he got his gig. He just he kind of just um is like roaming now. He works for Rika. Oh, because oh, okay, he's a cool. ninja. Because you know he like runs. Yeah, you don't you don't see him. You don't know where he's going. He actually yeah. they, call him, cocktail they, call the, in front of they call him they call him the cocktail ninja because he's got like one of those like samurai buns. But I'm like, dude, the samurais weren't like ninjas, and they're not the same thing. Well, 
anyway, but it goes yeah. with the theme. Two different, two different so, eras. But uh, anyway, shout out to them because we were talking about. I was like, man, you know, I love tiki drinks, and you make a great, great vodka. I, how can we incorporate vodka into like a summer drink? Because I, I think of vodka as like a more like a, a winter drink, you know, like more like a cold weather drink. I got something for you. It's not a tiki. Oh, I got something for you. It's not a tiki drink. It's very simple. Uh, Puff Daddy was actually the oh, inspiration God. for it. Well, uh, Puff it Daddy was, says it's good. Dude. It's called the Ciroc Obama. Ah. Okay. So, Ciroc Vodka, Simply Lemonade, Welch's Grape. It is the best summer drink you'll ever have. I'm telling okay, you. Repeat that again. The Ciroc Vodka with like three-fourths no, lemonade. No, Vodka. Yeah, I'm right. sorry. That's right. Reka Vodka, uh, three-fourths Simply Lemonade, and top it off with a little Welch's Grape. Mm-hmm. Like when you're at the beach, you're at the lake, like whatever, like – if you're looking for a vodka summer drink, like I'm yeah. telling you, that's the one. I feel like Sounds we have cute. to rename it though, because if we put grape juice in a drink and then name it after a black guy, it's kind of racist. Yeah, like, it's fucked up, yeah. man. How okay, is that racist? <laughs> how is that? Okay, you know what? No, you you all are taking this in a direct. I was taking this you're in a positive so, direction. Oh you guys God. are derailing this. I'm trying to give us all a summer cocktail. All right? no. Social justice warrior over here, um, fucking pussy. pussy. The Reka, uh, the Reka, make a. You no, we're gonna up. make. There, we'll there, that's the so. drink now. Very, very limited, very limited amount. But, but uh, I, had a, I had a roommate White uh, folks in college. like great drink, too. <laughs> I had a roommate in college Sugar from Reykjavik. Yeah. So I know a little bit of Icelandic. So yeah. we'll, we'll call that one like Thugamdi Fishkimadur. It was yeah. the dirty fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, like oh, I like that. I like that. It's not bad. I think yeah, I did that. adds my... to the uh, notion that I'm a Viking. That's so. good. I'm, I'm impressed that <laughs> you know. I think I'd yeah. back then. Yeah, any words from I, I mean, that's an interesting language. It's, it's complicated. It's pretty out there. It's, I think I uh, gave the dirty fisherman to my girlfriend last night. Yeah, that's the other <laughs> thing. I, can even tell. I like also uh, if you guys you guys can't hear this listening, thankfully, but uh, we have like the tallest guy in the room, the shortest line on the headphones. So every time you move it, like jacks your headphone cord out. You're like, I can't hear myself. What's going? It happens. Uh, yeah, I, I, I move a lot. <laughs> Again, come come see us April 24th at the back corner. You'll see that I move a lot. And there you'll see go. he's got the shortest cord in the room. Oh, <laughs> we're brothers. Just kidding. <laughs> Dirty fish. Well, you're brothers, so you're probably packing roughly the same heat there. So you know, whatever prefer- you make fun of him. Let's let's talk about something else. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> also, your Sorry, giants got a little so awkward there. <laughs> oh man, we have I'm fun just, here. We used we to have a glass. We used to make a joke. We used to have a glass table, and so we, you know, we'd always tell our listeners that we're sitting. You know, doing the podcast in our underwear, and we randomly make jokes, you know, throughout the podcast about people's junk or whatever. But we can't do that anymore. So, yeah, yeah it, it used to be a running joke on on the podcast too, yeah. because we had this glass top table and everybody, and we didn't have any coasters or anything. You, so had, a, you had a cocaine table. Yeah, we did giants. <laughs> so every time people would put their glass down, all you'd hear is yeah. all the time. So, uh, but yeah, that was the big joke is that we just do the show pantsless. Yeah. No one knows the wiser. Like, we could all be pantsless right now, yeah. and these fucking people wouldn't know. Like, whatever. Yeah. It's Friday, baby. Come on. That's why, that's why we serve I mean, the there's a reason vodka. why they call I'm it Good Friday. Hey, <laughs> hey, there we go. Oh, that's right. It is Good Friday. It is Good Friday. <laughs> <It is. laughs> I forgot about that. Jeez. Anywho. Repent. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you guys, we're having, we're having fun here tonight, but let's, uh, let's make sure we... Talk about you guys a little bit while sure. we're in the second segment. Yeah. Uh, I, rounding out the last segment, I was talking that I, I listened to some of your stuff and I was given some of the some of the, some basics of what I what I liked about it. But what do you guys think about what you 
I mean, is it? Of course, the thing is awesome. No, I mean every band. No, I meant how would you just? Because this is a weird thing, right? Like people. No, totally. We. I just, I just wrote. I, I. People ask me all the time, uh, like, what's your podcast about? Or people will say, um, like, I just wrote this this book that I'm like trying to get published. People are like, what's it about? And even though I wrote the fucking book. It's hard as fuck to describe what it is. Right. So, like, what do you guys say when people ask you, oh, what kind of music so, do you do? It's so probably, well, it's probably easier to, like, say influences than to say exactly what... Although, I don't know if that really helps either, because our influences are so all over the place. Yeah, but, I mean, it's, I, I've started honing in on something Because some, some of the... A couple of the things that, that Jim lists is what we, he thinks we sound like. I don't necessarily think we sound like, so... Well, that's the thing. Like, we don't, but, like, it's like... If you took a little bit of this band, a little bit of that band, a little bit of this band, and like you put it in together, you might come close. So the, the the definition that I've started saying very recently is I started calling us loud alternative, and I hope this catches on. I don't know if it will, but uh, basically, you know, alternative when we were coming up, you know, I'm born in '88, he was born in '86. Alternative when we 96. were coming up, '96. '96. Um, yeah, did I say '80? I, I I very much meant '90. Uh, Wait, we're joking, twenty. Right? We're twenty-one. <laughs> Um, <laughs> when we were coming up, you know, alternative, uh-oh, back from the gym. She's back in the building. Faith yeah. is back. We're all hammered. Well, maybe not such a <laughs> So but get in here. You got to you gotta play catch up. Catch up. Yeah. I'm going to take a shower and then catch up. Hey, now. Um, so when we were coming up, you know, alternative meant something very different than what it means now. You know, alternative when we were coming up meant Smashing Pumpkins. It mm-hmm. meant Jane's Addiction. It meant Nirvana. It meant Soundgarden. And to me, it meant, it meant winding over guitars. <laughs> I mean, it, oh, you you could say that, but I mean, you know, not with me. Soundgarden. How dare you? No, no. I, I actually winding over guitars. No, I actually so, I I was making a Billy Corgan reference, but I actually love Soundgarden and Nirvana. Mm-hmm. But uh, something about Smashing Pumpkins just doesn't sit right with me. So you know what? Sometimes his voice can be a bit much. <laughs> I'll agree to disagree with you. <laughs> uh, and you know what? But do you know what? We that's agree. okay. You know what? We agree it's, on Nickelback, so we could disagree on that's the thing. Yeah, you It's okay do. we don't agree on that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not going to, you know, people now, you know, they, they, they'll go on a Twitter rant because someone doesn't agree with them about anything. I don't give a shit about that. Like, it's okay. We can disagree. But w- basically, what I was trying to say when we we're coming up, alternative meant something. It meant, la- it meant huge guitars. It meant powerful melodies. It meant in depth lyrics and. That's what was important to me growing up. You know, the first rec- the first couple records that our dad had in his car when we were growing up were Metallica's Black Album and For Our Lawful Carnal Knowledge by Van Halen. And so R.E.M. And R.E.M. R.E.M. at a time. There you go. Yeah. yeah. And nice. These are all records that... Classic, man. Yeah, exactly. You know, these are not fluff pieces. No. You know what I mean? And alternative meant something to me growing up. I, I remember the first time I heard "Bullet with Butterfly Wings" on my local radio station, you know. And so now, alternative, like you look at Billboard, you know, they have the alternative quote unquote, mm-hmm. you know, charts, and it's just really trite pop music that's played by bands, you know. It's in, basically that's in quotes. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, we'll it, see. It's, yeah. And so what I want to so I want to say that we're an alternative band, but we're loud alternative. Mm-hmm. And we play our own instruments. Play our own instruments. We don't play. Concept. We don't play clicks. We don't play backing tracks. I, I tell this story a lot, but you know, I, I just find it so funny that like we have had people come up to us at the merch table after shows and be like, "You guys like 
don't even play the clicks or backing tracks. That's so retro. Like I can't believe you do that. Wow. And I'm like, that's I'm so like, sad. I'm yeah, I don't. Like, I don't want to. G- everyone in this room. I don't want to give that. That's weird for people. Just that, like, puked we don't in my do mouth. That. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, I, I don't want to cast aspersions to any bands out there that might do this. That I know. I'm sorry, but if you have a drummer, something wrong with it. If you have a drummer and you play to a click track. What the fuck, dude? You have a drum. So I mean, I, I understand to it. A click, though. So There's I understand it um, on a larger scale, because once you get into like Stadium. when you're playing once a you get into arenas and stadiums, like, you got to sync your light you show. Sync your to light it. show. Yeah. You have to do. There's reasons to have a click. And you cannot hear what Homeboy's doing. You know, it's all in your ear. I get it. You know, yeah. what I'm saying it's such a big um, stage. You know, even if it wasn't thousands of people. You know, I mean, for some of like, but for some of like the huge acts, like it's you know, there's choreography involved. Sure. Like sure. even even with uh, even in, in rock bands, because you have to like know when the pyro is going off and shit like that. Although very very few bands even use pyro anymore. But um, that's so cool. That's so cool when they do it. Though. Yeah, y'all need to bring that back. Some pyro is worth it. Nineteen eighties. Look, you, you put us in Bridgestone. We're gonna do all the fucking, fucking pyro. That's you, like, you trust huge, and believe. I tell you, one of the coolest rock shows I saw was the Darkness or whatever. So I, I opened for the Darkness. Guy, for the darkness. Yeah, that's fucking like, awesome, dude. And that that was one of the fun fucking. That was one of the funnest nights of my life yeah, because they just put on, night. they just put on such a fun fucking show. They put yes. a clinic, bro. Like it was fun. Yeah, and, awesome. like, and yeah, they make a show out of it. And I, man, that night, man, we were really hoping they would come on. Like <laughs> we're like, because we, my my band, not it's not this band, it's a band in Baltimore that was called Knightsbridge. And um, shout out Knightsbridge. Nice, shout out Knightsbridge. Yeah. Fucking great. Um, and uh, to the nail. And uh, thanks, man. But Spotify, iTunes. we we covered that night. We covered Highway Star by Deep Purple, oh, wow. and we were hoping that we would like coax those guys to come on and like, uh, who wants to get in on this? You're English. We're gonna do a little Deep Purple. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever tried this before. It didn't work. But but they, I mean, they were so much fun. Like the the best. I mean, probably going live shows. Like <clears throat> probably the the coolest live show I've ever seen was. Motley Crue, Alice Cooper. I mean, best co- best show I've ever seen in my Motley life. Motley Crue and Alice Cooper, tour. but like, an Alice Cooper stage show was great. But uh, I mean, the head Motley was the headliner. They just had more shit going on. It was like you could t- they spent so much fucking money yeah. on that live because show. they had it. Yeah. <laughs> like and it's just got, like they got the money to do it's it. It's so yeah. cool to see that because a lot of times you'll go to you know you go to a stadium show and it's, it's just a band up there and that's that's cool. A lot of times. I don't I mean, need anything else. I like that, but I mean, then I mean, but hell, when we saw the Foo Fighters at Bridgestone last year, I mean, that, it was it was just them. They did I mean? they did have a drum riser that went thirty feet up and came down and then went yeah, up. But other than but that, other though, than you that, gotta think they have just, so many. Why don't you have one of those? That's what was so funny. Songs. So Jack, I got so I got there on time. Jack got stuck doing some stuff, and so he showed up thirty minutes. He's smoking late. vodka. I showed up three songs late. No, it wasn't even three. It was like five. So Jack comes up and he's like. Hey, what have I missed? And I and I have to like pause for a second. I'm like, um, and he's like, Jim. And I was like, okay. So so Jack wanted to see Run more than like any other song. They, I was like, when they last came here, they just came out with Run, and I'm <laughs> so, fucking. I was like, this is the fucking best song they've so written like, in ten so years. So they like, opened with yeah. Run, and I was uh-huh. like, it was like, oh Shit. god, what else did they play? I was like. Uh, they played Learn to Fly, uh, The Pretender. They played My uh, Hero. Yeah, they played. Yeah. Like, I, didn't, and they I don't think I missed my loaded hero. The, they, uh, Maybe it wasn't My Hero. Uh, oh, it was um, a Monkey Ranch. Monkey no, no, yeah, I saw Monkey Ranch. 
Okay, fine. It was some other like they have a million hits. Yeah. The, 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 the point was, I'm sorry. The point was they have so many hits. They played for three hours. Jack yes. misses the first 20 minutes of the show, and somehow he misses like, like four all the songs of their biggest hit. songs yeah. ever. Yeah. <laughs> but they still have enough to fill the next yes. two when and a half hours. When you're a band hours, like that, you know like, you don't need pompous. Dude, shit. I realized that when we went you to just, go you have your songs. So last it. year, uh, actually, fuck, it's like uh, yeah, it was exactly last last year, like a uh, a month ago. Um, Can I just fucking do this again. I'm, Christ, n- now I'm not even like the tech. I'm like, dude, you, you got it. You, you, you've plug done, your own yeah, you, you've done it so many times. Now plug your own fucking headphones. <laughs> no, but uh, about nice last radio, it's okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. Nice. Last April, me and Faith went to go see Jimmy Buffett and the Eagles do like a dual headliner show. That sounds fucking. It was pretty amazing. fucking dope. I wanted but you to know that. The Eagles, y- you forget how many fucking hits they have. Mm-hmm. They played for like two hours, and I'm like, by the end of the night, I was like, like even though I love all these songs, I'm like, is it? Go, are we gonna end soon? Cause like I, I, I got, I'm tired. Well, they're, one, they're one of those artists. Um, our dad took me to see Peter Frampton uh, at the Schumerhorn. I don't even know if I'm saying that correctly. Schumerhorn, Schumerhorn, yeah. whatever. Uh, my I'm dad. A, I, do, I, I do like Schumerhorn though. Jack Schumerhorn. was, uh, you know, humble brag for him. Jack was in Russia at the time. Uh, On tour, bro. Da- dad took me to see <laughs> Peter Frampton. And, you know, because our dad, you know, he grew up, you know, at the time when your friend becomes alive, you know, in his dorm room, you know, he had friend becomes alive like everybody else at the time. So dad had never seen friend Peter, Peter Frampton. So he takes me to see Peter Frampton and I'm like, I mean, I know who Peter Frampton is, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know how I'm going to like this whole show. And that's when you realize what I'm talking about. Like, you know, you see in the Eagles, like there are some artists that have songs that are just become a f- part of the, of the fabric of society yes. and you don't even realize yeah. it. And so I'm watching Peter Frampton. I'm like, Oh, I know that song. That one. No, that yeah. one. That you're one. Like, that oh, one. Oh like, my oh, God! Shit. Like, yeah, yeah. Peter Frampton. Yeah. Like, the thing about doing those when those really big bands also all everybody in the band also has solo careers and then they start mm-hmm. so they they like they supplement the show with their solo stuff and you're like this is gonna this is like a, become like a six hour show for just two <laughs> two bands. Yeah, it's funny actually. Same kind of thing, different genre, different time period. But like we we went out and we saw Our Lady Peace and Collective Soul, uh, and I'm a what huge a show. I'm a man. huge so Our Lady good. Peace fan. But Collective Soul got up, and in my brain, I there were like two or three Collective Soul songs, and then they kept. And you're like, why like, are they headlining? And I was like, why the fuck are they headlining? And then they kept doing these songs, like. God damn, that was them too. Like that was them. Like what? dude, I saw them. There's a, my dad was a huge collective soul fan. They're so good. I saw them. My dad took me to Exit In, which no longer exists here in Nashville. What? Yes, yeah, it does. Yes, it we does. played Exit, Exit In last in, summer. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Three twenty eight performance hall. My apologies. Okay. Yes, well, what what did that become? Breaking uh, news: Exit In closed down, guys. Right. Uh, no, no. <laughs> well, I've yeah. heard it here first. I played yeah. Exit In myself. Uh, yeah. I don't know why I said that. Uh, what did that become? It's South Broad. You know where the the. The bridge right next to the stadium, the arch bridge. The, the pedestrian, pedestrian bridge. bridge. The pedestrian bridge. Yeah. Well, not the pedestrian bridge. The one next no. to it. The one that lights oh. up with the pretty lights. Uh, oh, the one by Ascend. Yeah. Yeah. Korean, uh, Korean vets. Korean vets. Korean yeah. vets. Yeah, yeah. It, that's where the club was. Really? Yeah. So they tore so down So I'm sure it's a condo road. now. <laughs> no, they tore down for the road. It actually sat where the road was at. Oh. oh you mean that bridge been, wasn't there? Uh, well, that road wasn't there. Yeah, the bridge. Yeah, all that stuff. Oh, it's all shit. new. So okay. yeah. Again, yeah, I'm, we're new. I'm born and we've, we've been here, in Nashville yeah. for two and a half years. But, so. Uh, <laughs> so it was down there back when they used to have Sixth Avenue Skate Park too. It was like a huge indoor skate oh, park. That sounds cool. But I tore that down as well for the road. But um, Chris grew up here in Nashville when second and like when Broadway was like strip joints and brothels. See, but that's yeah. cool to me. Like <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I fascinated here, by like, old you Nashville. You could actually drive up on it. It was like party. Like there was like dance clubs, that kind of shit everywhere. It's like a lot of. But anyways. Um, the honky tonks were like dead, you know. I missed 
honestly, I know that sounds sad, but I miss the days when I could actually dance at the honky tonk. Like go into a honky tonk. There's like 50 people in the entire place. Oh yeah, and it was awesome. You know. Um, now there's three levels of straight and you can't pop like country douchebag. Right. Like walking. But it's like, like, it's like Roberts. I feel like is like, what's shit. left. Like, Roberts um, and Layla's are like. Yeah. like what was I talking about? I was going with the point. Uh, Collect the soul. Collect the soul. soul. They were so like, three twenty music yes, hall. Three twenty music hall. My dad took me when they were on that that big album they had. You know, yeah. Shine and just all that, dude. And I remember like this is like '90s shit, dude. And I remember, like, it was one of the best shows I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, oh, yeah. rock shows to this day, man. It's so cool that they're still touring, though. It's not only that. So I mean, it took a long time just to get that it, out. It's funny you say that about, like, the 90s bands. So last summer, Jack and I went to a t- uh, we went to Municipal, and we saw the Rev 3 tour. And it was Stone Temple Pilots, oh, yeah. The Cult, Bush, and... Who, no, that's it. Oh, and then Julian K. I guess. Julian K., which yeah. is basically orgy. Yeah, it was basically orgy. Bush put on one of the best shows I've ever seen. Fuck yeah. Sure, like, yeah. And Stone Temple Pilots, I mean, they've got their new guy, Jeff Gutt. Jeff Gutt is incredible. So like, they're still I, touring? Yeah. yeah. They put out a new record last year. I'm going to oh, shit on it real quick, shit. though, because uh, <laughs> it was just kind of weird. Like, the guy sounds exactly... He sounds... <laughs> suspiciously so similar to Scott Weiland, but was what's weird is like I remember seeing videos of him singing for a band way before he got this Dental Pilots gig, and like, I mean, granted, people change their haircuts over time, but like, he didn't have like the Weiland spike, and he didn't move like Scott Weiland, and he didn't dress like that, and then he, and then I saw him come out, and I was like, is that the same? Probably didn't guy? seem like that either. I oh, can't and tell it, you just oh, and it, they probably a- made him like dress and look. Just like him, and then I was like, "This is now it's become a dude, fucking dude." Sounded, okay, it sounded okay. great though. Now it's, I mean, now this, this brings show. up a good point. Okay, the, uh, let's hit it. This could be a thing, and you just, you just. Uh, this is the first time I ever thought of it, but this, th- my brain just goes this direction. So we all know about these fucking, we all know about like the spasmatics and these fucking like franchise bands, right? Oh yeah. What if yeah. these, what if these giant popular bands? Become like franchise esque fucking bands where like you that would you, be horrifying. you can I mean they did it with fucking Journey they did it with Stone Temple Pilots you know what like, it, it is funny that most people that live here so if you guys don't know the Spasmatics they play Doghouse every Sunday four mm-hmm. to seven shout they're out, awesome by the shout way shout out those are boys they're, like they're they're so good and they're a really good band. hey can you get Leland on the fucking show because I texted him he never fucking texted me back <laughs> well the guitar player yep. Dave actually was the first session gig I ever did in, in Nashville when I moved here was with him. He plays for Kelly Pickler. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, so he'll go out and play a fucking stadium. Yeah, he's dope. On a Saturday. Yeah. And then he's back at Doghouse on Sunday at 4 o'clock. Bam. That's just the and quintessential Nashville story. Yeah, exactly. Right? Really exactly. Really Shout out to those guys. I do love those but, guys. Oh, yeah. But that is You're a licensed a gig. They have spasmatics in a bunch of cities, and they yeah. all look the same, and they play mm-hmm. the same shit. I think I never knew that. I think we have the best. I never knew that. Yeah, there's been times where we've gone because Tony and I uh, during the summertime sometimes we'll go down there, you know, get a bucket until of we beers. aged out and we realized that everybody aged out. But every once in a while we'll still <laughs> no, go down it's still there. fucking. It's, still oh, it's, it's, it's fun at Doghouse. I don't care. I like I like the spasmatics, man. Yeah, they're great musicians too. Great. Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC got up with them like a month ago. They did bye bye bye. That was pretty fun. But you know the thing is, all the shit they're playing. I mean, well, some of the shit they're playing is not terribly good. But I love all the '80s stuff, though, man. You know, oh, I'm yeah. an '80s kid, so like, I love you know all that. But uh, you know, when I heard they're a franchise, I was like, "That's genius." Why didn't I think franchise a band? Franchise a band? Who thinks that? I don't know. That would they be. I would. I would band. fucking hate if they well, franchise I mean, a band. <laughs> dude, are you? Uh, you guys can franchise well, not for you know. I mean, you music, guys can franchise. 
franchise Malibu Blackout because no, I mean we don't have it's all about the hits. Though. No, but I mean, but you guys, but you can. I mean, you guys are like a dad band, so what, you're gonna die eventually. Whoa! Holy kidding. mother of shit! <laughs> this got dark real fucking quick. I'm right just here. fucking. I'm just. Hey, I gotta give my boy shit. He's cutting deep over here. Like uh, no, I'm just gonna give my boy shit. None of us are fathers. Hey. Uh, we are the older persuasion, no, but we I'm still not, kill. I'm knocking on. I'm knocking on whatever. He's talking about his band, man. He's not saying. You know. I'm rocking. just giving my boy shit. Chris no, kills it up there. All oh, those yeah. guys kill it. I believe. I believe. They got a hell of a lot of sound for a fucking three piece too. Yeah. So I'm all dude, about the, the power trio. The power man. trio, man. I, I'm a big, so, big, big ZZ Top, big King's X fan. So much respect yeah. for the power, and also you know for me the fucking police. You know, oh, yeah. Police. yeah. The How police are the goats of the power trio. Well, it also Stuart helps that Copeland. helps that Sting can play like three instruments at the same time. Dude, yeah. Or I saw Sting at Municipal two years ago. It's one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life. Dude, that guy is not from this planet. And you forget that he wrote a lot of hits, too. Uh, but even yeah. other, other than just the police. Like, he a dream of rain. Dude, Desert Rose. Here's what's funny. <laughs> I'm the biggest police the fan. Desert Rose was the song I was looking for at the Sting show. And when he finally played it, my head. Exploded. Jim's, like it was, Jim's dream is to be Chem Mommy. Mommy, baby. That dude can sing. I don't know how those Militia dudes do it. They teach it. Dude, so I'll tell you one thing that's that they got going on that's a little different is because like I was saying, I was fortunate enough to to play and I've toured in North Africa and in the Middle East. And oh man, dude, Jim, I'm cutting you off because you got to drive. You can't have another one. I got. I got. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Uh, I, I shouldn't have even said that on the mic. It's been off mic. I apologize. Was no, this very, is my last one. Very too, paternal. Guys. I. Uh, um, Chris is a fucking so, enabler. I will tell you one thing about. If we had Ubered here, I'd be. That I'd be style all about is. Um, uh, you know, we were jamming with musicians, and we were in uh, Saudi, and we were in Tunisia, we were in um, Egypt, and uh, we would get up. You know, as drummers, you know, we don't have to worry about notes. Um, so I could just kind of watch because some of the rhythmic patterns are a lot different. Mm -hmm. And I was playing on a tabla, it's so like a little hand drum kind of thing. So I'm like seven, so, eight. So shit. I would kind of see like how they're playing and then I can mimic it pretty quick. And then, all right, all right, I got to feel this. But my guitar players and my bass player that were trying to f fill in, there were some, sometimes they were guys would have traditional instruments and be like, what the fuck note is that? And they have an 18 note scale. Mm. We don't have that. Mm -hmm. We have like a 12 note scale. Yeah. So you'd be like, oh yeah, man, you don't have those notes on your instrument. Just do a quarter bend and then you'll hit the note. Cause they, some of the instruments they had had like a million frets on it or all this stuff. And you'd be like, I can't make that note or jam with you guys. Cause these are insane. And yeah. so my one guitar player would just, it was all quarter bending these things on the guitar to try to hit the notes that they just had on. Right. It's, crazy. it's like, you, yeah. you, you ever tried to, uh, and I'm, they, I'm, I noticed, I'm, oh, sorry, I totally no, I've never tried to, I'm not going to pretend like I'm some great guitar player. I barely, I, you know, I just, I know enough to take some chords and stuff, but have you ever tried to tune a, um, a, st a steel guitar? There's like, no, I tried tuning a banjo though. They're like, like yeah, yeah like a, a, like a lap steel tunes to like a bunch of sharps and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like so, you're like it's there's like a, a bunch of like first of all there's like ten fucking strings. Yeah, and they, yeah. And they, they tune to like a bunch of like flats and sharps. Yeah, I, I have always a, wanted to buy one. I have a seventies showbud pedal steel, nice. and uh, I don't know how to play it. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> it's in storage somewhere. It's in it's in it's at our dad's house. My like singer for an old band his dad had all these old instruments and he was getting rid of them he's like hey man do you want this old vintage stuff like, fuck yeah I, yes, want I, it. I want all of it and you know i was thinking vocally though when we were talking about the middle eastern guys just to bring it back to that you know they they sing almost like a guitar would play in a way 
the way sure. they bounce those notes like very little thing, yes. you as a singer oh, like how do they I don't, it's just amazing i guess that you know if they've done it so long and they grow up around it but it just i try to do that stuff sometimes and it Dude, just blows my mind that like, what'll really you? blow your mind Have you ever seen like some of those like mongolian like throat oh yeah where <laughs> up, and then but they like they do two notes at the same time. They'll just have sounds, like just a sounds low dirty. Yeah. Gregorian monk sound thing. And at the same time, there'll be some high note behind it, but they're making both sounds at the same time. That's crazy. What? And dude, it is. It's fucking weird, dude. It is both like. <laughs> it's like horrifying to watch. <laughs> That's a good word for it. It's like, it's like impressive and terrifying at the same time. You're like, to watch there's a spirit person. within. Well, because right. like somehow these people can control like two parts of the throat. You know who could really do that well is um, there's a Swedish band that's one of my favorite bands of all time called Blindside. Oh God, so and good. I don't know if you're so here. good. What, what happened? I, I just, so Chris is a child. He, me and Chris are both children. We you say control your throat and we just start <laughs> oh, laughing. Fuck you like, guys. I was like Debbie does Dallas or something. Like, what's hey, the Debbie throat? does Dallas. That's or a deep throat. throat that's that good God. Deep, that old deep throat. Oh my God. <laughs> Not the right time to call. Them. <laughs> No, <laughs> speaking of speaking of, yeah, old lady walks up. No, actually, uh, Faith is a like, uh, like classically trained like school yeah. oh, vocalist. Cool. So I want to cool. see, I want to see if she's ever heard of this. Um, like, uh oh. So, so oh they're, they're, they were talking <laughs> about they were talking I about like I've been crying like they're talking about these Nonsense. these, Nonsense. these uh, Mongol th- this right. Mongolian throat singing where they can hit like a low note and a high note at the same time. Yes, it's like some uh, Bobby McFerrin shit. Bobby McFerrin, fuck yeah! yeah. All right. I'm unfamiliar with they, like, Bobby they make McFerrin. A, they make a sound Get on the mic, honey. They make a sound with their closed throat and then also like out through their nose. It's a at the nasal same time. sound at the same time. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. No. What the fuck? It makes two notes at the same time. Bobby McFerrin is like famous for doing it. Acapella. Oh, is it Bobby McFerrin? Oh, I thought that was like. Yeah, um, you know that uh, "Don't Worry, Be Happy." That's, yeah. that's Bobby McFerrin, and he, yes. that whole album is nothing but voices. So you could do harmonies There's with yourself. No right. instruments on the whole like, album. Yeah, that's Should it's, it's right? super creepy. One, like, still waiting outtakes. My teacher used to go on the road. Yeah, it's going to be Bobby McFerrin live at the Agora. It's going to be a late fair on the Home Garden Network. It's going to be crazy. Okay, I think Uh, we all all end the show with a a, um, Mongolian chant. Yeah. (laughs) Well, but but the other guy guy who does that, and it's it's really, there's there's a Swedish band called Blindside, and Blindside was came out in the early 2000s and they pitiful. were a band that start oh there God. keep going a song called pitiful dude they like they're one of my favorite bands of all time they're a band that just like they hit this glass ceiling nice. and like they should have just been so huge they were heavy on much music when we were kids yeah much music yeah. the Blind greatest the greatest sounds familiar though, dude like. they're so they're my shout out to blindside but <laughs> their blindside their blindside. singer would do this weird thing where he'd have this kind of haunting voice that would have a low and a high in the same exhale and i don't really know how to describe it but i remember seeing howard benson talking about it because he produced their first couple records and if you guys aren't familiar with howard benson like it's done like every big if, rock if you heard like a big <laughs> rock record in the, like the early half of the 2000s it was probably either chris lord algae or howard benson hmm. and um and i remember seeing him talk about it. he was like it's fucking creepy man this dude does like this eerie low thing and this like really cool high thing at the same time, but I don't really know how it happened. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking weird, man. Some people just got it. Yeah, they just got that fucking devil in them. Yeah, probably. It's, it's probably devil's, devil. devil's tongue. Likely, indeed. Yeah. Like Elvis and his shaking yeah. leg. Anyways, Ozzy. 
Yeah. <laughs> Ozzy, well, Alice Cooper. We've uh, salute to you guys. Well, already, I got some salute. beers. Salute. So let's we'll do a Russian last, one. One last uh, shout Z- out. Zadrushbu. Zadrushbu. That's uh, Russian for to French. The only only hey. Russian word I know is Stratska. Salute. Shit. So, all right, guys. Um, okay. Before we, we've uh, we've we've hit our limit, and as, as much as I would love to talk to you guys all night, <laughs> we do we do find that on on a podcast where you drink when you do the show, mm-hmm. that, start that talking after about an hour we get to a point where nobody wants to listen to us anymore. I think we hit that mark for like thirty minutes ago. No, actually, no, not, no, 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 no. You guys, it got good. This it has is. been incredible. But you guys, are, thanks so much for coming to hang out Dude, with thank us. Thank you for having before us. Before we head out. Um, yeah. Where can everybody find you? Find your stuff. What are you doing next? What's coming up? Just plug so all, plug all your stuff. We got, we got, uh, we got, we got, a, we got a lot of stuff. Hey now. I'm taking the lead on this. I'm gonna, uh, hey. If you don't mind, I'm gonna step in here. Hey, you know <laughs> it's okay. Uh, so Top, we got a show. Shorts. Show with True Villains, another Nashville rock band. Uh, we're playing at Back Corner on April 24th. It's coming Wednesday. It's a free show, so nobody has a fucking excuse for not coming down. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be two hours of just. Balls out, rock and roll. Nice. A lot of sax. Um, we oh, just sex with an e. No, that he he uh, he meant. He meant no, that. I meant a c k s. Yeah, and uh, so we just finished tracking our new record. Um, we're likely gonna release a couple singles before the whole thing comes out. Cool. So we have a single out right now. It's called Certain. You guys look that up on the internet machine, Spotify. YouTube. iTunes, probably YouTube. hear some of these new songs at the show. Oh yeah, we're playing yeah, four we're new playing songs. Four new show. songs of the show, cool, cool. Yes. Um, which we're really excited about. And again, the Ivans, I V I N S, Sack, yes. <laughs> Sack, Sack House Bar and Grill. Um, Soon to you. And then uh, this summer, <sighs> shit, we're playing in Chattanooga in a month. Um, we'll be playing the Malibu Blackout show here for too long. We playing a Malibu Blackout show. Yeah, we're we're, play, we're show playing together. every Malibu. Blackout well, now, I mean, show now here. I mean we've we've uh, um, we were me and Jim were talking a little bit off the mic, man. He like, was insulting my band. We're, we're actually pa- really fucking. Good. No, they, I, I, you know I'm just fucking with you guys, man. I love you guys. <laughs> we're man. doing this, man. Uh, but like all you guys, like we were talking a little bit off mic about how this new scene. That like now we we know so many of the same people. We're all in this fucking big scene together, and uh, it's coming up. So. I want I I feel like we're gonna see you guys again. Please let us know everything that you have coming up. Absolutely, yeah, man. I and mean, then, and then we got a, a really cool thing that we're playing at uh, coming up uh, June fourteenth. Okay, I want it's, it's uh, so um so Jim and I also have an Alice in Chains tribute band called okay. Into the Flood, and so we play sometimes around town. And Tyson Leslie uh, is our singer. He plays Shut in a up. band called Vixen. Okay, he's a keyboard player, but great fucking singer he was in a band with Corey taylor at one point in time and the guy's a monster anyways uh now we also have a deftones tribute band oh nice oh, oh yeah so, it's funny you say that i've been on this deftones kick lately this dude, june 14th, so, june out, 14th at the high shut it, shut it, shut. sorry uh we're Come on yeah. out man <laughs> yeah i got i'm looking at chino moreno right now um, dude i fucking love it and then uh soon thereafter man what day is remember the warp tour that has not been announced yet. Yes, it so is. we are we are well, I we are breaking ground is, here. Uh, it's July. Never mind. I'm gonna shut the fuck up. You <laughs> heard it here first. You did not hear it first. But uh, no, seriously though, June 14th, we want. I want to see that show for real. Hi, what? So, uh, so our boys in uh, Not Your Nails. They are a nine, a nine inch nails, nails tribute band. band. Okay. Uh, the Ivans have played with them uh, before. Shout out uh, everybody over there, John. I hate that uh, word, by the way. Shout out. Yep, that's yep. the worst. Well, it's happening now, so. 
Shut up. Right. Uh, so Not Your Nails is headlining the show. They're Nine Inch Nails tribute band. They're great. And then our Deftones tribute band, currently unnamed. But, uh, yes, it's Minerva. Minerva. <laughs> we'll just call it that for now. It's a Minerva Deftones tribute, uh, June 14th at the High Wide. There's a Pearl Jam tribute band playing as well. Indifference. Oh, wow. is Indifference. Yeah, Indifference. Nice. Those are our boys, Ben Bracey. Shout so out Jake Bracey. Go to that show. Ben Bracey, <laughs> Jake Miller, who also plays in Into Jake the Flood. Jake Miller plays in Into the Flood with um, us. Um, that's going to be a really wait, fun night. So hold it's on Nine a Inch Nails, Pearl Jam, and Deftones. You know, the Pearl Jam night. is my favorite band to make fun of because they're. I, I, me, to make fun so, of. Sometimes. Well, no, I love them. I love the. I love Pearl Jam. But, you know, how, like, sometimes you got to make fun of the things you like, right? So, like. I, so, my favorite thing to do is, like, make every jam. Make every. Um, like, like sometimes I'll just talk to Faith and I'll be, like, in the yeah. interview. Yeah. Yeah. I come out here, 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 here. I need a case of beer from the seven living here. How about this? You guys remember? Like once a day. On a good day, once a day. So, I mean, like, you heard it here. Do you guys remember Temple of the Dog? Temple of the Dog. Of we love Temple of yes. the Dog. So yeah, Hunger like Strikes, one of my favorite songs yes. of all time. Super yeah. All yeah. Night Thing. Follow Say Hello me. to Heaven, Call Me a Dog. Like, yeah, that yeah. record is killer. Yeah, dude, that's it. So, there was actually, um, it was the 20th or 25th? 25th. 25th anniversary of the Pearl Jam record versus. Was this past year? Oh, and our show. Uh, actually, it was twenty fifth. It was twenty fifth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We. But <laughs> I thought you were talking about Temple of the Dogs. No, 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 no. So Ben, who I think he put that. Did Ben put that together? Ben put that together. Shout out Ben, ben Bracey. Bracey. Um, I'm gonna keep saying shout out because Jack hates it. Fucking damn it! I've yeah, said this so, so a couple months Jack, back. So. Uh, it was at the Cobra, <laughs> and it was same kind of format as like what we did, or we mentioned this thing called Rare Hair earlier, which is. Tyson Leslie again. He, it's uh, man. You guys should really come out to that. It's three times a year, and it's three hours of all like deep cut '80s metal bands. Nice. But two times a year, it's kind of more in the glam direction, and then once a year, it's all thrash. I don't care either way. I'm good. Um, yeah. So, yeah, and you get like a lot of guys that are like fucking cool heavy hitters that come out and play. Like the the last one was a couple weeks ago, and like. At one, I'm sitting in this room and it's it's Mark Slaughter who sang from Slaughter, Chuck Garrick and he plays bass for Alice Cooper and he also has a band called Bisto Blanco, and Jack Gibson he plays bass for Exodus, and then um, Kevin Murphy sing? played for like Randy Hauser and he plays for John Party now and then Rich Redmond's sitting there and he plays drums for Jason Aldean <coughs> and like. Dude. I tell you what, man. We have this. We have. Uh, we do this thing with like this local art scene where we, uh, we like we set up at this art show and we and we interview like kind of passing all the all like the artists that come through and everything. We should set something like that up for when you guys do your next big like mm -hmm. inter like you know absolutely yeah man. Like, we'll, we'll do, we'll, we'll, let's do it. We'll, we'll, we'll get all we'll, these bands on Cherry. We'll just hang out and we'll do like we'll do like, like, we'll do, like uh, as you're walking. Yeah, like as you're walking through, just sit down and do like a quick interview and. Yeah, yeah man. We'll sit. so actually like we always do everything at Basement East. Big ups to Grimy and. Um, so there's shout out at the yeah, Mike I, big up, big up. So the green room at the basement East actually has it's like the main green room and then there's a small little one mm -hmm. off to the side. Oh, yeah. So we could actually just set up the side one cool. nice. for for that. And you nice. guys you that'd be awesome. And yeah, we did that with uh, the folks from Eat Sleep Rock at the last one. Love those guys. And, um, Love those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Shout so. out. <laughs> fucking <laughs> shout. <laughs> fucking shout out. Shout at the devil. I keep it to myself. I shout in. Shout out. Speaking anyways, of Shout the Devil, did you guys see minute. Dirt, by the way, on Netflix? Uh, oh, you think? Look, I it, liked it. I enjoyed it. It was, I, you yeah. know, it was entertaining, but having 
read the book. The book is cover my favorite cover book on several times. Okay. I was like, God, why didn't they put the part in with? You know, yeah, yeah, but yeah, again, yeah. this horrible I mean, story. I mean, here. look, you know, the, you had to, you had to put you know thirty years into one into it. I will say, I, I wish they had. You, you can't like, do it. Like everyone's like really praising Machine Gun Kelly. I'm like, I thought he was fucking terrible, and like, I wish they'd actually gotten. I thought a he did okay. See, here's what I'm gonna I'm gonna do the counterpoint. I wasn't watching him play the drums though, per se. My counterpoint he is played that the drums like he played it for a week, which was accurate because he saw, looked terrible. Yeah, he I did not look. They never he like looked, drums. They, they wouldn't show guys, him for more than half a second. Yeah, like, he looks like shit. Yeah, he does. You're, you're, fucking as you're really, drummer, you're really gonna say but the I movie think, sucked because no. in like the three scenes in the movie where someone exactly had to play drums, drums, it didn't yeah. look totally I think, he's, I think he was fine. I, I think just no, I, that's I just, stupid. And like, if as far you, as the look and the attitude, I think hey man, if you look, if you've ever actually like, if a man from that thing you do could learn how to like rip it on drums, they could have taught that asshole how to play drums. They didn't show guys playing that much. Yeah, they did. All right, I'm gonna rain it in real quick. Like, we'll see. Please do. <laughs> hey, can, before we write it in, I gotta say, Malibu Blackout's dropping a, our single Addy. Mm-hmm. I just want the little shout out. Just well, before we get up y- out of here. We'll get. We'll, we'll do those shout outs. Let's. Uh, you guys, where can they find you? Oh, yeah. So uh, the Ivans.com, I V I N S, and on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the Ivans. Uh, Spotify, Apple Music. We're on Title. So when you listen to Lemonade, like finish that. Listen to us, and then you can listen to Rihanna, Anti, you know, whatever. Like you would listen, to people listen to Untitled, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are we are everywhere. The Ivans, uh, our our uh, first album is called The Code Duello. Uh, came out in 2017, and we have a new single called it's Certain that just like a came song out. Bitch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's an incredible record. You'll love it. Uh, it's 42 minutes, and it's best 42 minutes of your life. And then we have a new wrist single called Certain that is only three and a half minutes. And uh, still the best three and a half minutes. Best three and a half minutes of your day. I guarantee it. Uh, we have uh, a new single called Certain, and we have a new record coming out at the end of this year. We have a first single coming out end of the summer. And we'll have you guys back on when you have that new stuff dropping. Hundred percent. Definitely want to give you. Yeah, yeah, like seriously, when you get ready to drop new stuff, just we always tell we always tell people like, when you when you're oh, we'll be back. When you're working, yeah, we'll be on. back. We'll Chris, what do you got coming up? Whether man? you like it or not, we'll be back. We got a single called Addy, uh, named after Adderall. Just the record the video season. for it. Just working on a video that's gonna drop around the same time so yeah cool cool when's that coming when, when, can we, when can we look forward to that that's 26 are you singing on that backups this I like is, when is, you, I didn't write this I one. like I when you sing on songs one. dude well I appreciate it you know I like the vote the vote of confidence but yeah <coughs> cheers bad boys it's been a pleasure thank you so much for having us really it's this been has been, been so fun awesome. exactly thank you so much yeah, trip yeah, really, the light really, fantastic really on behalf of my on behalf of the myself Ivans in the motherfucking house on behalf of the Ivans <laughs> myself Tony I'm not leaving I'm the grand stay wizard drink all the booze oh, yeah. on behalf on behalf of Chris protector of the realm yes yes we will see you guys next week in hell yeah thank you guys thanks fellas Thank <laughs> you.